0: You guys are watching the Cowboys Report. I am your host, Tom Downey, and we're about to dive into the latest Cowboys rumors because there are some interesting ones out there. We're going to begin with whether or not the Cowboys are a good football team. Good football team. Thank you, Producer Brett. I'm giving this one one star. Comes to us from Demarcus Lawrence, and I get what he's saying. I get why he's being optimistic. He's looking at the rest of the NFC East and going, these guys are all terrible. We're good relative to them. And he's right. They still can win the NFC East. And from a player perspective, this is kind of the mindset that you want. And I will make note, Demarcus Lawrence has also called the team soft before. Here's what he had to say. Don't ever get this twisted. We're a good team. It's all about winning games at the end of the day. But we're a good team. I'll get back to that thought in a second. Seeing how other people are playing and stuff, I don't think we're far behind at all. We can make a pretty good run, so you guys can get your votes in here. Are the Cowboys actually a good team? Why for yes and for no? I think there's talent, it's just it's all banged up right now. So I, I I appreciate Lawrence trying to stay positive. I think the defense feels pretty confident right now, coming off a good showing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're two and seven, man. They're not a good team right now. I'm sorry. Could they, can they play better than what they have? I, yes, I think they can. Can they still win the NFC East? Yes, as well. I don't think they're a good team. I think they can be a good team next year. I think the 2020 edition of the Cowboys, because the defense really struggled early and the offense was destroyed by injuries, no, I don't think they're a good team. Now, kind of keeping that in mind here, should the Cowboys try to win the NFC East ...over getting a top of the... ...is that a better outcome? No. It's not. I'm giving this one the fake news. If you want to try and win and compete games... ...I respect your opinion. I get that you're being a competitor. But I am taking a more long-term view... ...of what is best for this organization. Because you know what? I want to win too. But I want to win big... ...because I can't remember winning big... ...because I'm not that old. Yes, the Cowboys are still alive... ...because the NFC East sucks... If they played in any other division in football, they'd be out of it. But instead, because Washington is terrible, the Giants are bad, and the Eagles are a train wreck despite having talent. Now they got healthy and couldn't beat the Giants anyway. The Cowboys, who are technically still in last place, have a chance to win the NFC East. But you know what? They can get a top five pick, man. They're number five right now in the official NFL draft order. It does factor in strength of schedule. So despite the Cowboys losing in the NFC East to Washington, actually later on in the NFL draft because that's how things just tend to work out. But in the end, again, I am looking long term here. Your best case outcome if you're Dallas, oh, you win the NFC East, you win that home playoff game, and then you get trounced by Seattle or Green Bay or the Saints or the Bucks or a just better and more competent football team. So you're picking like 20th. Cool. Give me the top five pick. Give me the opportunity to reload my defense. That top five pick is far more valuable if you are the Cowboys than a win in the NFC East. Because you're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Even if you get lucky, you're not going to do it. There's no way. So I want to help my chances next year when my quarterback is healthy. When my tackles are healthy. When my defense continues to, in theory, show some growth as Trevon takes a step forward. And if I have a top five pick, I can trade down. I can get more assets. You can build your defense through the draft. Because of that, I want that top five pick or top ten pick or whatever. That's just my opinion, though. I want to hear your guys' as well. What would you rather do? Win the East or get a top five pick? Type W for win or type P4 pick. This will be the pinned comment on this video. So if you get that ad break here on YouTube, scroll on down and get your votes in. Let's talk Zach Martin. There's an injury update for him. Is he okay, though? I'm going to give this one four stars, and I might regret that. But I'm going to trust Mike McCarthy on this one, even though, in general, the Cowboys cannot be trusted about injuries. Now, I'm giving it four stars here because he was limited in practice and when you're limited early in the week even as a lineman that almost always means you're able to play there is a what the Cowboys are calling being cautious with a calf injury for Zach Martin I think he's going to be out there I'll list him as injured for now but I think he's going to play so that means you got Cam Irving Connor Williams remember no Tyler Biedish this week with his hamstring issue Zach Martin and for some reason Terrence still continues to play out there The Cowboys don't want to move Zach Martin around because they love him at right guard. He's super good at it. He helps the offensive line. He is one of, if not the outright best guard in the NFL. It's either him or Quentin Nelson to be quite up front there. So hopefully everything's okay with Zach Martin. I appreciate them being cautious because you really want him out there if you're trying to protect whoever you have back there at quarterback. The Cowboys, of course, are on the road this week against the Minnesota Vikings. This line, by the way continues to slide a little bit right now the Vikings are favored by seven if you want to get in on this action head over to chatsports.com slash bet and use the promo code you see right here on screen it's Cowboys 125 that will get you a 125 percent deposit bonus and oh by the way if you are a new BetUS customer we're bringing back our bet guarantee if you bet on Dallas to cover against the minnesota vikings and they don't do it i will cover your bet loss up to 50 bucks now if you want to get in on this deal email us cowboys at chatsports.com if you have questions we'll help you walk through it as well this is all designed for all you new bettors out there who don't want to lose all their money immediately this way even if you lose I'm going to cover you. So it's risk free from that perspective. But it is only available for new BetUS customers. If you have questions or once you've signed up and deposited, email us, cowboys at chatsports.com. We'll take care of you. Another, not injury, but illness update here is around Randy Gregory. Is he going to play against the Vikings? I'm going to give this one two stars. And normally, I would give this four stars. But the NFL is in a very different situation. Gregory has missed the last two practices with an illness. And remember, we saw Cam Irving set to return from IR, had his own illness, and then did not play as a result. Now, Gregory has not tested positive for COVID-19. Cowboys don't think it's that. But I'll tell you what, if by some chance he's still showing flu-like symptoms here for, for the Cowboys as we get closer to game time maybe they're not going to allow him to play. The NFL was being super cautious here. So if I have to go one way or the other, I think Gregory ends up playing. But that is something worth monitoring because 2020 is different. It's not the normal process here for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, in the event that Gregory can't go, you know what that might mean? The Cowboys could free Bradley and I. Side note, stop playing Dorrance Armstrong. Play an I instead. I want everyone watching live right now to put in hashtag free and I in the comment section. Dorrance Armstrong's not good. I will not give this up, by the way. I have seen Dorrance Armstrong play for years, and he continuously doesn't make very many plays. So what's the point in there? I say hashtag free and I. Joey and Geek and Winston and Stinky Cheese and Patrick all agree with me. They're throwing in their hashtag free and I in the comments section. Let's talk Dak Prescott now here. Just pay him? Question mark? Yeah, I'm inclined to agree here. Three stars on this one from friend of the show, Patrick Walker. Long article we put together on CBS Sports. And I get the arguments about not paying Dak because, ooh, you might have a top five pick. and Think of all the cap savings you could get if you draft a quarterback. But guys, remember, it is extremely tough to draft a top ten quarterback. Go through all of the recent top even five picks. The list of quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott, it's not really there. I mean, maybe a Burrow or a Tua or a Kyler will get there, but they're, they're not right now. Kyler's pretty darn close. That's like the only one I think you would strongly consider based on what they've done in the NFL so far. And, no, oh, by the way, by the time they in theory, become a top 10 quarterback, it's not going to be in year one. It'll be in maybe year two or year three, and now you've got to pay that guy. So once you have the top 10, top 5, whatever quarterback, just pay him. Remember, you can build a defense two ways. You can buy one or draft a defense. Which reminds me, do we trust the Cowboys run office to buy a defense properly? Because I actually don't. I would actually trust them more to draft one than I would to buy one. Now, I mentioned top 10, top 5, or whatever. So rank Dak Prescott for me among NFL quarterbacks. Get your votes in there in the comments section. Is he 3 or 5 or 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 or 6 or whatever? Where does Dak Prescott rank among NFL quarterbacks? I see these votes coming in here right now. I see two. I see seven. I see an eight. I I, I see a six. I see a lot of these votes coming in here. I see a four, another seven. A lot of sevens in there. If you have, let's just say, a top seven quarterback, guys, you pay that guy. Because those guys are not easy to find. That's the route you should pursue. If you don't pay Dak Prescott, Unless it's Trevor Lawrence, you are downgrading at quarterback. And I know you got to save money in certain areas, but quarterback is the most important spot out there. So why would you want to downgrade at the single most important position in the NFL? If you have a top five, top 10, or whatever quarterback in that range, man, you pay that guy because they're tough to find. They really are. And you're gonna say, oh, but Tom, 40 million so much. Yeah, cause you waited. And it went up by like 10 million. Guess what guess what it's gonna be for the next guy who gets paid? Gonna be closer to 45. And then 50. The cap's going up. If you're worried about four years versus five, you can literally add a fake year. The Cowboys did it with Tyron Smith. It is not difficult to do. If you're worried about the years, don't be. The cap is manipulable. Pay Dak Prescott if that's the right you're gonna go. You have a top ten quarterback. Just keep him. Set yourself up up and then figure out everything else later. It's a lot easier to build around a quarterback than it is to build around a, oh, I don't know, a Nick Foles or a Mitchell Trubisky, for example. Now, I mentioned building a defense to the draft or paying for one. Is the Cowboys' best path just to take the best defensive player in round one? I'm going to give this one three stars. I do think it is the better of the paths. But you can make arguments for other options here. Now, ESPN's thought, Archer said, just take the best defensive player on the board. And I get it, man. The Cowboys are in desperate, obvious, clear-cut need of defensive help at almost, actually not almost, at every single level. And they might be in position to take the very first non-quarterback off the board. However, you also might be in a situation where the best player on the board isn't a defender. There is a very real chance that it ends up being Panay Sewell out of Oregon. And when I do my big boards, I don't factor in positional value. I don't factor in individual team needs. I'm trying to build for all 32 teams. Panay Sewell, I think, is going to be a franchise left tackle. Now, some people want to play him at guard. Okay, I get it. You can make a very strong argument for Panay Sewell, and I wouldn't necessarily hate that pick. However... I do need to figure out what my path is going to be to getting him on the field next year. Because if I'm spending, let's say, a top-five pick on him, he has to start. And are you going to take Sewell and then trade away Tyron Smith? Okay, that's fine. What are you getting back for Tyron? Also, you didn't get better at left tackle. Maybe you stay the same. Are you going to take Sewell and then play him at, at left guard? Because Seawill has not been your problem this year. He's actually been pretty good since that Rams game. But he's only got one year left. So now you're spending a top five pick on a guy who's going to be a left guard for you in year one? I don't know about that one. I think in terms of needs, which do matter in the draft. Looking at defense, man. I mean, you got needs at almost every single spot. Yeah, you got Tyrone Crawford and Neville Gallimore and Tristan Hill. Antoine Woods. I mean, there are no guys in round one, so okay. If you bring back Alden Smith, you're probably fine at defensive end, but you're also looking to potentially move on from Jalen Smith at linebacker. Leighton Vander Esch's major injury concerns. Your depth is just your depth, and then of course, most importantly, your secondary has—I'll say—2.5 long-term stars, and that's being generous. I think with Anthony Brown slash Donovan Wilson, Trevon Diggs is one spot for sure. I think defense is the route that you should be going if, of course, regardless, I should say, you trade down first and foremost. So get your votes in here. Who do you want the Dallas Cowboys draft? I think Panay Sewell is a fine answer. You build the offensive line. I get it. It's worked before. But I think defensively, that's the area you want to go. And one of the reasons why I'm so on board with trading down is that your top defensive players, let's say you're picking at four, Guys aren't really worth that number four overall pick. And think about it this way. You can make a real argument that Gregory Rousseau, Micah Parsons, and Caleb Farley are the three best defensive players in this year's draft class. And none of them played football this year. They all opted out early. That's very unusual. And Rousseau, normally you're looking for a tackle or an edge or a quarterback early. I don't know if Rousseau, great production. He's a little bit raw still. I like Micah Parsons, but... Are you going to go off-ball linebacker in the top five? I like Patrick Surtain too. I could get Farley or Sertain by trading down. That is why I want to go defense after I trade down, If, assuming, of course, I get that top five pick.